The Super Bros podcast is meant for an adult uh, audience only. It may contain sexually uh, oriented content. Fuck you, Frank. Please be aware of your surroundings. Listener discretion is advised. I want you to be able to lay your head down at night, comforted by the fact that we are ready to meet this challenge. We prepare all year long for crises so that when it comes to our door, we are tested and ready. Right now, America needs creation, not destruction. Cooperation, not contempt. Security, not anarchy, and there will be no anarchy. Demonstrations, riots, and violence from coast to coast. Police and protesters packing the streets of our country. With scenes like this in Grand Rapids, Michigan. A row of cars and flames. Fires burning near the White House, even in the Church of Presidents. At least 44 cities established curfews overnight. And Robin, we have not seen numbers like that since the assassination of Martin Luther King. No one is more upset than fellow law enforcement officers by the small handful who fail to abide by their oath to serve and protect. My administration will stop mob violence stop it cold. Meanwhile, this was the scene that played out in city after city this weekend. Crowds turning riotous. Chaos outside the White House where protesters converged for a third night. Some shooting off fireworks and setting cars and buildings on fire, including the historic St. John's Church. In Philadelphia, smashed up storefronts, protesters throwing rocks and Molotov cocktails at police. Police arresting at least 4,100 people across 22 cities in just three days. Super Balls podcast radio show. Uh, this is Frank coming at you from the quarantine. I promised the listeners that we would actually have uh, some podcast material after quarantine. This is being recorded over Zoom. Uh, right now, I've got uh, guests Lindsay, got Dave Clark, and then we're going to have, hopefully, Jackie come on, who I know we've mentioned a few times uh, for the people who have been listening to us for the last few years. She's been one of the older co-hosts that we've had, same Jackie. <laughs> and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have her on uh, if she can make it. Uh, she did go out and protest today. So I'd like to open the floor to Lindsay, who's going to give us a little bit of intro. Lindsay, share as much or as little as you want to share with the listeners. All right. Hi. Um, so my name is Lindsay. I um, live in Wisconsin, actually. I am in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, which is um, about an hour and a half away from Minneapolis, depending on how quickly you drive. My fastest time ever is an hour and 10 minutes, so I feel pretty decent about that. Um, I unfortunately have not been out to any forecast. I really want to, but I am pretty immunocompromised, and... Um, with the coronavirus and all of the dangers there, I just, uh, to be honest, haven't felt comfortable. But obviously, like any sane human being, my heart, my soul are out there. Um, it's just really, really crazy times that we're living in right now. Definitely, definitely. And then, uh, I everybody, agree. Everybody knows Dave. Dave, do you want to give a little spiel or a little intro on yourself? Um, I think right now, I think we all need to, um, uh, I think we all need to really look at people of color that are in our relationship, that are in our lives, you know, and if you don't have a person of color in your life, then I think you really need to question kind of what you're doing and open up, you know, who you talk to. You know, um, um, I'm not going to say that I, uh, and maybe this is a conversation we can get into, into the podcast. Um, you know, I, I have a lot of views on the blackout Tuesday that happened yesterday and, um, some other things, but 
I mean, honestly, like if you don't have a person of color in your life that you care about, that you that is not someone just like, I mean, we all have coworkers who are people of color. We all have individuals in our lives that are people of color. If you don't have a person in your life that you care about who's a person of color, then I think you need to kind of reevaluate your um, your perspectives. You know, I mean, we yeah. all we all have people of color that we appreciate in our lives. You know, and um, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll get into it, but that's that's where I'm going to start. Definitely, so. definitely. definitely. Uh, I agree with that. On that same note, uh, I had put out a call to a couple of Facebook friends to see if they wanted to participate. Uh, I really wanted some uh, African American representation on this podcast. Unfortunately, none of my friends were either available. Or wanted to come on however I, I think uh what you're saying is really important i personally have very close to me several uh you know african-american friends that uh well and it's not it's not, it's not it's not it's not only just about african-americans though i think i think it's just about the diversity that well, yeah and i, I mean I, I don't want to throw out there hispanic people because my family is hispanic so it's like i'm surrounded there i think that for me that's that would be Dude, i mean i mean i mean i mean some of my best friends are hispanic some of my best friends are yeah. Greek. I mean, my my. I mean, they're, 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 we all have people in our lives that we can put in this situation that we're involved in, you know. But we'll 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 get it. There is a topic that hey, if you remind me, there's a topic I want to talk about later. About sure. The yeah. Ital- the Italian yeah. people. But Lindsay has uh, come on here with a uh, experience, or uh, you know, maybe not her own personal experience, but something very interesting. So we'd like to open up the floor to sure. her, pass it off, and. Uh, Dave, I'm going to mute the both of us so none of our background noise gets to Lindsay's uh, story, sure. okay? So just give yep. me the finger. Just just flip me off or something if you have something to say and I'll unmute. Absolutely. <laughs> give me some kind of signal. All right, here we go. Absolutely. Go ahead, All right. Um, so this is not a personal experience, unfortunately, uh, or I guess in my case as a white woman, um, fortunately, because I just don't have that experience. But... Um, I am acquainted with a member of the Minneapolis Police Department who um, I knew for a while through one of my very close friends. Um, I kind of debated about how much information I wanted to give out just because, not for my own safety, but to protect this person who I am uh, very, very close with. Um, But I have decided that anything that's on the public record, I'm gonna go ahead and share names. Um, so this person that I know was actually fired in February of last year, 2019, because of an incident that he had taken part of in December of 2016, where um, he, as an officer of the police department and his partner, who were on patrol that night around two in the morning, as far as I recall, um, were dealing with a call regarding an intoxicated person. And uh, this person was a Native American man um, in his late 30s, I believe. And in part of dealing with this incident with this man, he was handcuffed on the ground. And then he kicked at the officers twice, once with his left foot, once with his right foot. Um, In response to that, officers Brown and Brazo of the MPD knelt on him and punched him in the face multiple times, resulting in um, at least one nasal fracture and a traumatic brain injury. So obviously horrific. Um, And there were a lot of internal investigations about this. There was um, a lot of evidence brought forth and the determination was made then in February of 2018 that they were going to dismiss the two officers involved. Um, Officer Brown was terminated immediately. However, Officer Brazo was an Iraq veteran, is an Iraq veteran, excuse me. Um, So he was entitled to a veteran's hearing about his employment status. And that hearing happened in August then of 2019. And there is a very long report from an arbitrator that is Googleable. I was reading it just a couple of hours ago about the entire hearing and what their decision was. The decision was made by this um, arbitrator 
to reinstate Officer Brazo's employment after this incident um, due to, number one, his veteran status, number two, his um, employment status, or standing, rather, in the MPD at the time of his termination, and for a couple of awards that he had been given, um, I believe they were departmental awards, one of them was for presenting, or I'm sorry, preventing rather, um, a young woman from jumping off of a bypass and the other was just like a, a excellent employee or police officer of the month kind of a thing. Um, so due to his veteran status, due to the fact that he, at the time of his termination, had received um, employment reviews in the exceeds expectations category and um, again because of those two awards that he had received his employment was then reinstated by the MPD. So my, my first question um, you know I, I, I obviously I, I don't know the background of that story um, this is something that I'm, I'm hearing from you mm-hmm. um, my first question is is you know regardless of what you've done in the past does that play into uh the current situation the current climate or the current uh uh, um, whatever the situation that that individual is in okay um so my you know i don't uh, my personal opinion personally is that an individual who was in a um who was in the military you know um i i I, we're we're getting into a lot of different um uh uh uh, we're getting into a lot of different circumstances in this conversation Right. right you know because number one i feel that you know our country right now if you're in the military, that is a decision. That is a decision you yes. make to join the military. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Be it. I mean, we haven't had a draft in this country since Vietnam. Okay. Right. Um, and if you join the military now, that is a, that is a decision you make to join the military. You know what I mean? Yep. So that decision you make to join the military, that I. I if you leave the military after a certain after a certain point, and now you're in the police force, your military service should not discount the actions that you do after that service. If Correct. that makes, sense. you know what I mean. Correct. Um, I, I I wasn't there in that situation. I don't know what happened in that individual situation to begin with. Okay, uh-huh. I wasn't there. I, I'm I'm not I'm not a citizen of of, of Minnesota. That is not my that is not my place to say what happened because I, I don't know the circumstances. I'm I, I'm going off the information that you're telling me. You know what right. I mean? Yep. I, I I don't have enough time to um, develop a, an opinion based off of what you've told me in my own independent research into that situation. Yep. Um, number one, um, I, I I feel that the way that we police police officers in this country is wrong. Okay. And I, I have, I have police officers that I've known since I was a child and they've been Chicago PD since I was three years old. I'm 36 years old now. Right. Okay? They've been police officers longer than I've been alive. Okay. They're family friends. And I guarantee you, I guarantee that they have some of the craziest racial stories in terms of policing you have ever heard in your life. Okay. Um, Are all police bad? No, no. All policemen are not bad. We need to look at how we train our police officers and how we, um, uh, the power that we give our police officers. We need to look at that. That's the, that's, where we're at right now we're not we're not past that point we're not we're not before that point we're at the point that we need to look at how our police officers are doing their jobs in this country you know and we want to talk about individual rights in terms of states rights versus federal rights when it comes to police officers we all need to be on the same fucking page 
you know, and being yeah. a police officer is not an easy job. Being a police officer is not an easy job. Okay. You're dealing with, um, people that don't respect you and you have to uphold the law with people who already don't care about the law. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do I think George Floyd cared about the law? Absolutely. I do, you know, but there are individuals in this circum that are in these systems and individuals that are in this, that are in this thing that we call life. Don't give a fuck about you're a police officer or not. They don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, those are individuals they have to deal with, you know. On that but same note, what is, Dave, sorry, what's ahead. that? I was gonna say on that same note, there's actually been a big push for a lot of the people that are actually doing the uh, the protesting to set up like to call your congressman. This is something that's like, well, what do we do? There's a lot of people yeah. who are saying call your congressman oh, dude. Dude. to set up a third party civilian run police investi- investigation. No, no, no. Here, here, here's the problem. The problem is that our, our police officers, there, there, there's so many connections with police officers. Okay, let's start with the, let's, let's start with district attorneys. Okay, let's start with district attorneys. Okay, a district attorney is very reliant on police officers to give them not only witnesses and suspects, but also testimony. Okay, so now if you take a district attorney who is going to go against a police officer. Do you think they're going to get confidential informants and other police officers to help them? Fuck no, they are. Okay. So now you create a system where police officers have no justice. You know, like our policing system right now, it, like we can, we, we can charge an officer with uh, a, a bodily crime. We can charge an officer with first, second or uh, first, second or third degree murder. If you want to go against an officer in terms of a civil court, you can never, you will never, ever win a case against an officer in a civil court. Here's why. There is an, a long-standing law that you cannot go against an officer unless that crime has been tried against another officer. So if there's an officer... So let's say we want to so let's say we want to sue this individual who killed George Floyd. Let's say let's say the family of George Floyd wants to sue this officer. They will never ever be able to do that because the law states you cannot try a police officer for something that has never been tried before. Now the contrary part of that is that. If I've never tried you for it, how am I going to charge you for it if you've never been tried for it? I mean, it's it's double jeopardy. I mean, it's 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 an asinine system that that you expect me to find a case where we've charged an officer for this, but you're not going to charge it until we find the case. You know, I mean, it's it's a completely asinine way of looking at how we look at the people who uphold the law in our country. Yeah, there you was know? a. On that same note, there, there was a there was a police officer who was uh, blasted on social media. I don't know what actually happened to him, but he was actually got, he got in trouble for pushing a pregnant woman, and she fell down, and she filed. Yeah, but what happened? What what, what happened well, to that individual? Well, what happened? Well, hold, well, hold on, that's my point. So, on social media, they said that he already had seven hundred prior cases of reported brutality. Seven hundred. Yes. Seven hundred. Probably Why do you have 700 cases and you're still a fucking officer? You still maybe, wear a fucking badge after 700 cases? Yeah, that maybe. That's a little asinine to me. Maybe it's exaggerated because it's social media and people exaggerate. It could be seven or 700. It's a matter of that you have a case against you and no one can do anything about it because you are a member of the Blue Shield. Okay? Yeah. You are sure. a pup. As, as, I'm sorry, but as, and as an officer... You are a member of public fucking service, okay? You are doing a service to the people around you to uphold the law around you, okay? That does not mean you can operate in whatever fucking way you want to. Yeah, I mean, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Is like I'm no expert in the system. I personally, know I'm, the not, I'm not either. I'm, not, I'm, I'm no expert in criminal justice. All I know is, 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 you know, my feelings are the same as yours. Is like, why is this person out on the street? Policing people when he's been proven to, and they uh, shouldn't. They should not be on the street. No. And I will yeah. tell that person. I will stand in front of that person's fucking face and tell them, 
you should not be representing the community that you are in because of your actions. You know, me, there are good ask... cops out there. There, there, there are there are a lot. Oh of yeah, cops I am actually. There, but there's a lot of, my, of bad uh, fucking cops out there. One of my childhood best friends, her name is Maria. Uh, she she's a Chicago cop, and she is dreading sure. the job right my now. Fam- she, my family, my family was no Chicago cops. Cop. My family was Chicago cops yeah. for for three generations. My family was Chicago cops. Okay. Yeah. You know, um, but and, and, and male, this. female, I mean, the whole fucking nine yards. But in the end, you should never like your job as a cop is to uphold the peace is up is to uphold the, the, the togetherness of what we have. That's what a, that's what a police officer's duty is. And yes, you put your life on the on the line every day that you walk into that that you put on the fucking vest and you walk into that fucking squad car. But yeah. We also put on. We also put our lives in danger every day when we just get into our fucking cars. You know what I mean? Everything we do puts our lives in danger. We all put our lives in danger for everything that we do. And the fact that we have police officers out there that are going to demonize someone without knowing uh, due process and 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 and. Go, making decisions based off the color of their skin, that is the fucking problem with this country right now. And it's a systemic problem, and it reaches many different fucking levels. You know, and, and, and I feel bad for my children who are two white kids, you know? Like, I feel bad for my kids that they will never be able to grow up in a world where everyone is fucking equal. You know, we should all be able, we should all be running the same fucking race while being different fucking races, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? But we will never be, we will never be in a situation where every single race is equal to other races around them. We will, we, I I don't see an America in my lifetime where that happens. I really don't. And it's sad. I, I, I honestly, you know, I think everybody that has half a brain agrees that we need to end racism and stuff. I just don't know that it's possible. I right. would love it to happen. I just, what does that look like? Do you separate well, I, thoughts I, from actions? You know, like racist thoughts versus acting on on, on that. You know, uh, how, do, how do you separate somebody acting on their discrimination versus I'm thinking it, you know? Well, we, 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 we start, we, well, well, number one, we start with who we're electing in office. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's number one. I mean, our government is is the most ridiculous yeah, they are. fucking joke that you can think of. I'm sorry, but if you base your opinions off a red fucking elephant and a blue fucking donkey, you <laughs> are the number one fucking problem in this fucking country. I heard a really good metaphor. If, if, about if we're it. gonna base all of our fucking decisions off of Democrat and Republican, you are a fucking problem i am sorry but you are a fucking uh, problem the two-party you system know? has not worked for a very long time because both parties are arguably very similar they're fucking really horrible both well, parties are fucking horrible I, I agree with you dave calm down all i'm saying is i heard a really uh, good I'm metaphor getting, i'm getting heated i have yeah, individuals Just... that are you know <laughs> no i know you're very passionate that's that's great i heard a really uh funny sad but true metaphor that's like you know we've got this two-party system that's blue and red You've got the left wing and the right wing, but they're on the same fucking bird, and it's flying in the wrong direction. You know? And, and, and none, of, none, of the, none, of, none of them have our interests in mind. All three of us can sit here. If you can say the government has your interest in mind, I'm I, I'm pretty sure you don't understand how the government works. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I think our I think... government has 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 no. Our government doesn't give a shit about uh, uh, any of us. I think it's all about that that do re mi. You know what I'm saying? I think it's all about the money. Um, oh, absolutely! It's, it's, it's about, about the money, money, and it's about getting elected so they have job security. If you want to take a look at the where the corruption starts, I think a lot of it starts in Congress, where it's like they've got crazy pensions. There's no term of service. You get elected oh, once dude. you're basically in there term forever. Term then, limits alone they, is number you're, one. And you're voting term on. Yeah, you're voting on increasing your salary every year. It's like you get to vote on your own salary increases and stuff. It's just, it's bonkers, I'm, you know? Listen, listen, I'm sorry, but as, as a public official, as a public official, that is a, when you look, when you look at the role of the president, you know, what, what's the president's role? 
he is he is an elected official and he has yeah. term limits okay every like being a politician should not be a fucking career that is no. the number one problem we should eliminate parties we should eliminate super PACs we should eliminate I mean you you should be running for office to improve the lives of the people around you you should want to run for office because you feel for the people around you yeah. rather than you want to run for office to, to for your own gain you know what I mean like I would gladly take a position of office if it meant I help the people around me. I have I think is, another like, go ahead no, I was just, I mean, another big part of that choosing to be a career politician comes from um, the lobbyists. If that was something oh. that wasn't a possibility anymore, I think, or rather, I guess I hope and perhaps naively, I'm not going to lie, I want Star Trek future. If we could just get yeah, awesome. past all of this real quick, be in the Federation. And it's like, that's my perfection. No, I, so, I, 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 get, I get it. You know, I get it. Um, There's world peace on that show. Yeah, <laughs> there is. No, but like I think, um, you know, I think if if lobbyists were the first to go, I think that we would see a lot of positive changes, um, and especially with the career politicians, because you don't have that incentive of all the extra money. I mean, they have, like you said, the lifelong pensions. We know how much they're making because they do get to vote on themselves oh, yeah. um, on their own raises. But you know, if there wasn't that extra incentive, because we all know where a lot of this money is really coming from, you know, and that's where they're getting this shit. And I think that's the first and possibly easiest step that we could take is get rid of the power of lobbying. It needs to be done. You, you, you have to eliminate the money out of it. That's number right. one. When you I mean, eliminate the money out of something, you bring people in who actually care. When you I mean, take the money out of something, that's when you get the people who fucking care. And you take you the money out of, out of government. Let me ask you guys this question. So obviously, one of the bigger problems in our country is there is a very small percentage, the 1% of the population is controlling pretty much all of our wealth. There was at one point in time, they proposed uh, that after you die, after a certain dollar amount, that all goes back into the country. That goes yep. back into the reserve. Do you guys why, agree with that. that? Why, 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 why would, no, absolutely Be fucking well, not. It, it, it's because it's like, you know, you accrue all your money your whole lifetime. It's enough for you to reasonably pass off to your children. But then I just want to get your take on, you know, whether there should be a limit to how much you can pass off to your children. And then the people that were against it called I, it the death tax. I personally, I like that. I would like I think, for there to be a limit. I think there the rich should, just I, keep getting richer and... Take it a step further here, man. Like, I think you, I saw this floating around online, and, I, you know, maybe it's silly, but I kind of like it. You get to $999 million, and that's it. Everything else you make goes back into the system. We'll name a park after you somewhere or build you a statue, and sure. you get that certificate that says, I win capitalism, and then you're done. Like, billionaires have no purpose. Personally, in my mind, anything past like I, I don't, I don't know, a hundred million. It's just you don't need that. Well, you do not. During your lifetime, it's if it's money you made, I got no problem with somebody doing what they want to do. There's actually a lot of billionaires out there that are really ethical about it. And I'll give you an example. Bill Gates has said to his yep. kids, "You're going to get a million dollars each. Fuck off. The rest is going to charity of his, of his and, earnings." I mean, that's that's awesome. It, but that's the exception to the rule. Yeah, and you I, know? My, like, my point is, even if you gave $100 million to each kid, I'd be fine with it. But let there be a reasonable limit because, you know, you just don't want to set up the rich to, con like, perpetually be rich. Uh, and, like, his children would not have had the same accomplishments. His children could be D-bags. You don't know. Uh, if they, right. they Yeah, but take you're, 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 you're more banking off the fact that he taught his children to be good kids. No, but I'm actually saying point, the opposite. You know, there's, I think there's how a likelihood. How are you saying the opposite, though? Well, what I'm saying is there's a good likelihood that if, it, if they grow up privileged, there's less of a chance they're going to try and go out and earn their money, is what I'm saying. Well, so they don't deserve yeah, it. I mean, you're, you're, you're making a judgment on their upbringing at that point. Because yeah, that's true. I don't know, I, I don't, I don't know how, sh how his children were brought up. You know, I don't know if a million dollars is going to do them good or they're going to 
do good for others. I, I, I don't know. No, you, you know can't. what I mean. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not privy to that information. No, no. I, I, I'm not I saying think, I am either. What my my stance is. I think is, that if, if 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 from a Bill Gates standpoint, dude made some money and some capital in a capitalist market. Okay, he took advantage of the situation and he made some money. And he wants if he what it, what he wants to do with his money at that point is his choice. You know. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I'm saying after he's because. Dead. But that's what I'm saying. Even after he's dead, so how are you going to limit? So let's say that let's say that guy's got a hundred million dollars in his bank account. Now you're going to tell you're going to tell his kids that they can only take a million dollars each. What happens to that other ninety? Without talking about dollars? a specific amount, without talking about a specific amount, because there's nothing decided. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But 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 he should decide what happens to that money. Well, he's if alive. The government I agree. or anybody after else he's, steps after in, he's dead, I disagree. How, how do you disagree? After that's, that's his kid. That's his kid's money. That's who he left his money to. After and I think he they should. And I think they should get his money. I'm just saying, when it gets to a point where it's just beyond this crazy amount, I don't think we're ever going to balance that one percent to be something more. Well, reasonable. you 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 can't blame him for taking advantage of a capitalist society. And I'm not. And I'm saying he can so, spend this money are, any though, way he wants. You're, you're saying well, that that his children are not are not afforded. The, the 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 things that are left for them after he dies. I'm okay. saying they're entitled the to guy, some of the it. The guy's got a hundred million dollars in a bank account for his kids. They the, the, they they should be afforded whatever the fuck he left for them. Okay? I think we disagree. Because I think we fundamentally disagree. But yeah, over, I hear what you're saying. Over over what circumstance? Over what? I'm saying that they that, should that, be left a, a reasonable amount of money. Live in, Frank. This is the society and the rules. No, I understand what that. That's what the society we live in. You know, we have it set up. Coincide with what you're saying. I'm saying I disagree. But it's not, with it's that. not his kid's fault. It's not his kid's fault that he left no. that they that he left them a hundred million dollars. No, so no, why no, do no, they no. have I'm to suffer saying, because of that? I'm just saying we're never going to have a society where the, the monetary things are balanced if the one percent pass off to the one percent. Whereas what I'm saying is we we've, we've all sit here and let the one percent shit all over us every fucking day, Frank. Right, but I every think what he's day. saying is that's something that is a big part of what needs to change like i, I think that one percent has to has to stop being a one percent right i, I think know? we need to we need to put some regulations on and that percent. I think but, that's, like, but that's capital but that's capitalism though i mean the capitalism is is the fuel for this country yes or no well you can't just take that one concept and label it as capitalism capital capitalism is a big concept that's not just but, but 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 how is bill gates not the like the quintessential example of capitalism in the united states well if you're gonna say that he is then his opinion is actually agreeing with with me which is his his children need to work for what they get i agree they need to work for what they get but my point is that the government should have no say over the money he's made and what he wants to do with his money once he passes away I, I disagree with that. How while do you disagree alive, with that? Well, um, Why, I mean, it's I'm his saying. money. It's his money. I'm saying it's his money while he's alive. I'm saying so after when he, he dies. So when he dies, he donates that money to the state? That's donate, what you're saying? No, I'm saying he gets to pass off money to his family in a reasonable amount. But I think it should be regulated. So a reasonable amount? No, 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 no. I'm not saying. I'm saying that like money. That was money. That was. I'm saying like that was money that was made under a capitalist okay, system let's not, let's that he not, gave to his children. I'm saying let's what, say. Well, what's wrong? Made, what's wrong with that notion? I'm saying let's say he guy. So you're, so you're telling me that when I die, when I when I when I die, my money is now the government's money. It's not my kids' money. No, no, Dave. Because you'll never make the kind of money that I'm talking about here because you're not in the one percent. So, I'm talking but, somebody. But, but, you, but now, but now you're putting a cap on what is is for the people. I'm and talking about a really high ceiling own. here. I'm not talking about millions. Again, you're, talking you're, about you're, you're using some. You're using someone that's in a very different bracket than any of us will ever have any exactly. chance to be a part of. Right. So right. you know, but but ultimately, in the end, if I have let's, I, I don't care if it's a million dollars or a thousand dollars in the bank account. When I die, that money is my children. Okay. That's what it should be. That's for. fine. That's fine. If you had that amount of money, I agree with you. It, no, saying, it doesn't. It doesn't matter right, the amount okay, of money. If you if you let me complete my point here, my my stance sure. is: you've got nine billion dollars. You can leave a billion to your family, and the other eight should go back into the country that helped you accumulate. That's what my point is. 
there should be that amount of Under regulation. And if you disagree, you can but disagree. Why, though? Well, but because I mean, uh, you're you're ultimately you're, you're ultimately looking at your death as the end of your shit. You know what I mean? But I'm sorry, that that is not how you can disagree. Our society should you, be set up. You can disagree. I, I think it'd be a small step towards regulating and rebalancing the money in this country. And I think I think it's one important step that we should take. I also think there should be a cap. I, and maybe this makes me maybe not a capitalist. You know, maybe it makes me more of a commie. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't, I don't agree. I don't agree with capitalism either because capitalism is what where was why we're in the the, the there is no the yeah there's there is no perfect system. All, all I'm saying is a lot of the issues right now that we're discussing that are very racial racial forward. It it's also has a lot to do with class and the economy. You know, it's, these are our our, our you know. Uh, it doesn't, it, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't. Well, I'm, it doesn't. I'm just saying, some of my hardest hit friends and, and people that I know are in the poor neighborhoods, you know what I mean? Like, that's what's us, you know what I mean? I'm not talking about regulating their income or saying they can't be. It's, I'm talking about these fucking people like Montgomery Burns, Scrooge McDuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yes, but you're, 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 you're taking... You would, Huey, Dewey, and Louie are only supposed to get Bill so Gates. much. You're talking about Bill Gates that's at one end of the spectrum versus a poor person on the south side. Yeah, but about the what we're saying is that that one person is the only the one who should have that regulation. Right. If we're exactly. talking about only the one, no, I'm no, not no. talking about 99% of people who don't make $7 billion a year. Yeah, we're talking about the one that does. You're making and whether or not here. that regulated, that needs to be regulated. And we, again, to my point earlier, I don't think billionaires are something that should exist in the first place. So I personally don't have any thoughts on the morality of giving away their fortune after they die and I to be honest I'm not an economy person I don't know fuck all about money stresses me one out thing, man yeah and one thing that I did read about with people the, the more money that you get income wise the more likely you are to be able to set something up where you don't actually even pay taxes you know what I mean yes at yes, all I agree taxes. and, the, and the, the, those are loopholes that should not exist in our economy today. Yeah, I agree. Our, our, our system is very beneficial to the people at the top, which is a complete lack of horseshit. But I am sorry. I'm going to say that if I start a business today, today, and let's say within the next year, I make a million dollars in the next year with my business, whatever it is, be it tech or food or whatever the fuck my business is. Let's say I make a million dollars in the next year and then all of a sudden I drop dead. You're going to tell me that my no. children are no. only afforded you be, X Dave, amount you, of that You would business? not be part of the 1%. You wouldn't be a part of that. But, but, but what if I reach that standpoint within the if next you, if five you reach, years? And now if you're you going to tell you me really that think all my that your work, children... My, my children should not be able to take advantage of that, you're you're gonna tell them they only have an I don't X think, amount of things Dave, that I work my ass re, off for. Real realistically, I don't think it's possible for you to reach one percent status after of having a business not, for five years. Of course it's not. Of course not. But that's not my point. My point is that you're tell you're telling Bill Gates that he should tell his children that if he that if he dies, they're only they're only afforded. X He's already of doing that himself. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 saying though is that but 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 you're using him as an example. I'm saying that let's say let's say I came up with a product. All of a sudden, I change the fucking world. I make a hundred million dollars over the next year. All of a sudden, I die of a heart attack. You're gonna tell me that my children only get X amount of that portion because yeah. of some bullshit? Absolutely yeah. not. My children should inherit what I All right. Have. We can agree to disagree. You don't have to get that upset about it. It's okay. You just, well, I'm not you getting upset about it, but we're using we're using Bill Gates as the standard in this one. We're not we don't have to use Bill Gates. There's plenty of but, but we're talking about individual businesses. Now you 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 can apply that same thing let's say a small business. Let's say a black owned business on the south side of Chicago. Let's say let's say let's say they're a restaurant on the south side of Chicago. Okay. They're only afforded X amount of that business. That's well, that, the same Dave, model. No, that's, it's I'm not, not about talking the about them. Yeah, dude. They wouldn't be part of the 1%. Again, we're but only so, talking okay, about this so, 1%. Yeah. So once you get once you get to an X class, now you're you're put into a different circumstance. Yeah, we need to judge everybody equally on the amount that they've done 
and what and 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 where they're at. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying what I'm saying is that whatever Bill Gates wants to leave to his kids has has it's the exact same with what I want to leave to my children. You know what I mean? We should not judge that person because we let a Bill Gates happen. We let those people happen, you know? Right. So how do we correct it now? Isn't, wouldn't this be a step towards correcting that? So let's just say for, no, hold on for, for theory's sake, you know, we have these 10 people who are billionaires and the rest of us who are not billionaires. With a B, billionaires. Sure. We made them. Yes, we accept that. Now, what do we do with these 10 people when the wealth disparity is so big that 90 other people out of 100 are in such poor means that they can't afford to miss a paycheck? How do we correct that gap now? We fucked up, and now we got to fix it. So what's the first step? Is this a decent first step is the question. You know what I mean? Like, it's not about going forward with the same ideals that we have right now because it's not working and we need to accept that so how do we fix it is this something we could do to fix it i think is a is a question or at least that's kind of what i'm taking yeah, away from I, it and I, Frank, I you can... no no well, I, I, I fully agree because the, the the question about money in the economy bleeds into all these other issues you know what i mean you know if, if you really do care about the small black business that you mentioned you know Balancing out the economy, making things financially more fair for the communities that have minorities, is a huge part in, in doing this. You know what I mean? Yeah, but 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 for men and how we do things is not set up. But pretend they're not here. Not pretend it's you and me and Frank. Who's not here? I'm saying if this is something that we were ever to really consider, this obviously is not something that's going to happen with the government currently. Right. So let's for a split second, take away the government we know that exists. And it's you and me and Frank making the rules now. How are the three of us going to decide how to fix this? And is this quote unquote death tax one of the ways that we could do it? No, I no, don't think like, it is. I don't think what it do you, is. What do you number propose, one, number, number one, we have to start with how we how we take in money and how we distribute money in this country. That's number one. Okay. Number one, you know, the, the rich, whatever you want to call it, the 1%, those are the motherfuckers that need to be taxed as much as anybody else. They need to be taxed more than anybody else. I'm sorry. So, uh, no, I totally agree. I I agree emphatically. Yeah. But what we're saying is now this person who was the 1% who had all this money is now dead. And the inheritance is the problem because what has historically happened is the inheritor is just going to do the same shit. They're just going to sit on this. It's not going to be pumped back into the community. It's not going to be pumped back into anything that's beneficial for us now. So what, what, like, what we need to do is we need to look at how we tax those individuals. That's number right. one. Well, we're, we're right. No, I we're agree not. emphatically. Currently, we're not taxing. That's where we need to start. But, we need to start with the question, how we tax okay. people in our 1% because... There's too many laws in this country. I mean, the problem with this conversation is that we're touching on, we're, we're, we're looking at it from a blanket perspective, but we're not focusing on where that blanket touches our toes, where that blanket touches our calves, where that blanket touches our thighs, where that blanket touches our forearms, okay? The, the, the thing, we, we need to really start with how the government helps everyone okay and the fact that we are number one we are going to tax our most richest people we're going to tax them the lowest what trickle down trickle down economics failed with the reagan administration and it failed hard okay and we still have people that hold on to that demo that 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 mentality and are still trying to employ it today, still but they're throwing it in different names and different different circumstances. We're still bailing everybody out, and people are still saying trickle down economics are a thing. Just like when uh, J.P. Morgan Chase was going to go under, the United States government bailed them out, and what did the executives do? They were on record going to the spa, buying champagne. Like they were even taking bottles of champagne and like out like. And that's <laughs> why we're in the like, fucking streets, fucking yeah. rioting right now. I am sorry. But those are the fucking 1%. Those are the reasons 
why every single, why all three of us on this fucking phone call should be fucking pissed off is because of those fucking facts. And we let those people do that shit. We let those people do that shit. And we do it every fucking day by voting for these people and, 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 and having only two options, be it Republican or Democrat. That's the reason we are in these predicaments right now. Fuck the party system. Fuck everybody else in that system. You know who I vote for? I vote for the people that take care of me and my circle. That is yeah. fucking it. You know what? Well, it's, they, it's, go ahead, Lindsay. No, I was just going to say, I don't think anyone on this this uh, podcast disagrees. But no, I, I think we, we, yeah. we, we all are in agreement. If anything, we could all agree the system is broken. You know, when they first set up the, the system, it was to, the idea was for any common man to be able to run for president. Any common man? No, you were talking about the white man. That's well, what the Declaration of Independence okay, was that's, about. That's, was about the white man I'm just, in this I'm country saying, at that time. Before it was not a requirement for you to be some rich asshole, but if you're not a, a, at least a no, it, it required right you now, to be white is what it is what it required. Okay, it also required you to be male. That's not what I'm talking about. My point is, at one time, the criteria for what we wanted for president is different. It wasn't 100 percent great back then, and it's even worse right now because now you only got. For the most part, with the exception of Barack Obama, like these rich white men that are running, you know, uh, you know, and nobody else gets a shot. You know, even when I was excited for when Ron Paul ran a few years back, because I'm a libertarian, I was excited for when he ran. Did he get any time when they had the debates? They gave the asshole like maybe like literally somebody timed it at like three minutes when the Republican and Democrats got like half an hour each no 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 one if if you're not democrat or republican you you don't have a voice in this country which is fucking bullshit in other countries they have like 14 15 17 political parties some do some don't some do and some don't but i think that if we had like more parties that were able to open up i think i'd be represented better the whole point about going out and voting is like vote for somebody who represents you and if they don't represent you but 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 voting in this country is part of the problem. I, I I shouldn't go to a primary and be asked if I want to vote Democrat or Republican. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. That that is a fucking problem. You, you have know? that option. Yeah. To if, do if, if, full if, if I if, if I can't discuss politics at the dinner table with my relatives because it's quote unquote uh, 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 you shouldn't be asking those questions. You know. Well, I mean. Think about your parents and your grandparents. What are the things that they always say? You don't talk religion and you don't t- you don't talk politics at the dinner table, right? Or sports, in my house. Yeah, <laughs> but you don't talk you don't you don't talk about those things at the dinner table. So that's part of the fucking problem is that we we've, we've been we've been programmed to say we don't talk about those things with people, but these are our options. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. It's all fucking horseshit, man. They're 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 all working for the same fucking thing. Reeling it in a little bit, we got about ten minutes left. I wanted to touch really quick on the on the riots and stuff. Like, what are you guys seeing in your neighborhoods exactly? I know out here. I'm in. Uh, I live on the border of Addison and Villa Park, and I tell you that both townships had their protests and they've been peaceful. We haven't had any real threat of looting. Uh, I live near Oakbrook Mall. They kind of thought that there might be a threat because social media said that they were going to do some shit. They never did anything. Woodfield's good too. How are yeah. you guys holding up? Do you guys see anything crazy? I mean, I you know, I live in a city of like 70,000 people. Um, and <laughs> I remember that. You were telling me that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not huge. Um, it's, <laughs> yeah, uh, I love my city. I really do. And, um, you know, we've had uh, protests and they've been very peaceful. Um, the one thing, uh, and I'm going to say this very loud and clear for everyone in the Midwest, Eau Claire is the bots. Um, I think that one thing that we have going for us is we're a very respectful city. Um, and, you know, we are able to handle these kind of protests and movements. Um, you know, Black Lives Matter, um, the, the Women's March after Trump was elected, um, we had a really unique distinction in 2016 of having... Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, and Bernie Sanders in our city all on the same day. And, um, you know, they were all campaigning. They all had very big riots, and it was a very peaceful day. So um, I think that's one thing that my city has going for it is, you know, we're able to handle these things and not turn it into um, 
anything violent, but I also think that that speaks to the um, privilege of living in a predominantly white area um, and also possibly to the fact that maybe we don't have a lot of white supremacists here riling stuff up. I'm going to give my thoughts here. I, I think this is a good, very good point. I agree with all of those. I think when you, you need you take it into a bigger perspective of looking at like Chicago, because that's like the city that we're in, Dave and I just turned here. Uh, anytime you have a huge city with a, a very large concentration of people, there's always going to be, people are always going to look at things as not shade of gray all the time. They sometimes look at things as black and white. That's the part that's not good. I stood with my black friends. I've always stood with my black friends. Um, I always got their back. I'm with them 100%. And what sucks is, is you know, just, you know, people tend to put other people in, into categories. And it's, it's, it's all people of color. Right now, it seems like recently the, uh, the black community has gotten really, really bad. And we definitely, and while I agree that all, all lives matter and stuff, I also think that we need to pull the African-American community front and center because they're the ones getting hit the hardest right now. You know what I mean? I'm a Latino. Yep. There's plenty of discrimination against my people. I've got Native American in me too. There's plenty of discrimination there. Uh, but right now, uh, you know, it's it's easiest to discriminate against somebody who has totally like a different skin color. You know what I mean? For me, I'm a Latino. I look like a white dude. So I, I generally I'm not on the bad end of the stick with discrimination. However, I feel bad for my friends who, who like are black who get pulled over for the bullshit reason, and, and that's that needs to change. You know what I mean? Like this. Yeah. I'm I, on the one hand, I, I feel very I feel very bad that the whole thing happened with George Floyd. On the other hand, if any good can come of it, is that hopefully we can open our eyes a little bit and say to ourselves, "This shit is going." You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think a, a a big issue here is the police, and Dave is right. We need to figure out how to hold our police accountable, how to police our police. And, you know, and, and, and personally, I, I would be somebody who would be totally for body cams that are on all the time for every cop in the entire nation, not just select cities like Los Angeles. And by the way, when they did that, complaints against police drop like a stone when they introduced those body cams right. and, and squad cams. Not only that, but we need to really regulate the way they, they enforce the law. Because realistically, I've seen this kneeling move happen, not just on, you know, George Floyd, but I've seen it happen on other people, white people. They've done it to dogs. They've done it to animals, which, by the way, it's cruel. But I've also seen videos where they'll walk up to the scene of a crime. If a cop is called, they'll see a dog. They'll just immediately shoot it and kill it, regardless of the breed, regardless of what it's doing. If somebody get, you know, I saw a video once where a police officer came for a noise complaint, walked up to the door to knock on the door, and there's a dog barking behind the, the glass uh, sliding door and the cops shot the fucking dog through the glass and it went her head to like Well again again we, we need to look at at, at at what our police force is and right. what yeah. our exactly. police force you know and, and I and I will say um, you know number one we're all fucking human man every single person in this fucking room doesn't matter if you're white, black, Hispanic, Asian, uh, Native American, uh, 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 whatever the fuck you are, it, we're we're all the same, man. And it doesn't fucking matter, you know. And and I will say, you know, you need to you need to really evaluate the people that are in your lives. You know what right. I mean? And if and, and as you know, I, I I have a black cousin that I've known. I, I've known her since she was two years old. She she just graduated high school. You know what I mean? You're talking about someone that I've known for almost 20 years. You know, she's the reason why I will stand up with every other African American in this country. You know, she's the reason I will stand up for everybody else in this country that's not the same as me. Because everyone in this country, we I mean. We, we talk about, I mean, you look at the Statue of Liberty, which is supposed to be this, this, uh, the Statue of Liberty is supposed to be the beacon. The Statue of Liberty is supposed to be, is supposed to be the beacon for the ships coming in with people from other countries that are facing oppression. That's what the Statue of Liberty is, is a beacon that you go to. You know what I mean? 
that's that's what that 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 that's what the Statue of Liberty should be meant to be, and that's the original meaning of it. You know, we we talk about Ellis Island and we talk about these things that where we talk about give us your give us your 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 huddled masses, give us these people that are not um, able to sustain their lives in the countries that they live in. But then they come to this country and we give them, you know, I mean, Ellis Island, I mean, how many people came into Ellis Island and received a different name? My name, my last name was not Clark when we pulled into this country. You know what I mean? That's not our last name. What's that? What was your last name? Uh, it was McDougal. It was Scott. <laughs> you know what I mean? We were Scots. We were, we were Scots. We were Poles. We were Danes. We were from a different country. And when we came here, they all classified us as Clarks. That's the name they gave us when we walked into this country. Just like 90% of the people that came into this country, you know, I mean, not all of us were here on fucking Plymouth Rock, baby. You know what I mean? Not all of us were here in, in 1776 when this country was founded. I'm, but we weren't, though. I'm sorry, but we weren't. I love it when you call me baby. You know what I mean? But we weren't, yeah. though. You know what I mean? So, when like... When I look at situations that are in these things, I mean, I mean, I'm I, I'm Polish and I'm Scottish are my, my major majority uh, uh, ethnicities. My people right. the railroads right along with the fucking Chinese in this country. You know what I mean? Like Polish and Scottish were some of the major contributors to the railroads along with the Chinese and the Irish. You know, but we 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 discredit those things. We discredit races that weren't here when this country was founded. You know what I mean? Yeah. But immigration comes in waves from we we, we need to stand up for the people that are that we, you know the, there's always that old saying of like we're only as strong as our weakest link. You know who our weakest link right, is right now? African Americans because um, we made it that way. And we need to stand up for those people because they're our weakest link right now because we made it that way. Any other you closing know, thoughts, Steve? We got uh, two minutes. We we need to do better for those people. And if you don't have an African American in in your social circle, then I think you really need to consider who you're talking to and what circles you're associating with. Lindsay, any closing thoughts? I mean, kind of bringing it back to the beginning of the conversation. I think it's important also to be aware of what is happening in your local police department. Yeah. Um, sure any racist incidents that happen, which is why I, you know, I brought this um, thing that I knew out. I, I think it's important to be aware because at this point we don't have anyone reliably policing these people, so we've got to do it, you know? So I encourage everyone to just you know, love everyone, man. It's not hard to do. It's really not. And be safe. Um, Black Lives Matter, you know? Yeah. So much, um, and um, we're here. We're here for you guys. Yeah, picking backing off of that, just as a, a closing thing here, uh, we're, we're hopefully going to get Jackie on. Um, she, the only reason she's not here is because she's protesting right now, doing something involving that. So I also yeah, understand that she, 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 well, I mean, she might be drunk too. But, <laughs> <laughs> I'm anyway, talking, I'm talking in, to you. <laughs> in, in general, I, I think the best thing that we could leave off with is if you can make a change, do make a change. You know, it's not always going to be something comfortable or easy, but if you can make a change, make a change for the better. Everybody knows what the right thing to do is in any given certain time, and you should always try and do that right thing. And, uh, you know, treat each other with respect. Do we, though? Do we all know what to do in, the, in these circumstances? I, I think, in general, we know right from wrong. And I think... I, 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 I agree, but I think we also, like, I mean, uh, there's times when I question what I can do for... Uh, the the black individuals in this country, you know, right. and I think well, I, I, I think you need I think you need to have those conversations with the black people in your lives, and you need, you need to ask them, what can I do to help you? You know, it's it's not it's not a question of, of black or white anymore. Right I think now, we're it's, also um, it's a question about helping your brothers and sisters that are around you. I think we're gonna pick this up again next week. Uh, you guys are both invited back if you'd like to. Do another podcast next week. Uh, I want again. I want to get Jackie, and I, I need her few cents on stuff. So, uh, if you guys want to pick this up next week, we'll pick a day. Outside of that, um, we're going to be putting this out on all the regular channels. Uh, we're, we're on Anchor, Castbox, uh, we're on uh, Apple, uh, 
podcasts, which is normal. iTunes no longer exists, but we're on the podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, check us out. Uh, these guys had their final thoughts. You can, uh, if you'd like to get in contact with either Dave or Lindsay, reach out to me personally on the uh, podcast page at facebook.com slash podcast. Uh, hopefully in the future we will be able to go live and then also reach out if you want to be a guest and want to contribute. Uh, but outside of that, we hope everybody has a safe night, good night, and uh, yeah, we're going to close it up. Take care of yourselves and say hi to your moms for me. <laughs> and that's where I'll cut the podcast. <laughs> what do you guys think? All good stuff? Enjoy yourself. Yeah.